Hey, hey, welcome to Web3 Weekly with your host, Blockstar Technology. Let's go. Hey, guys, we are here for episode 42 of Web3 Weekly, where we're going to talk about tokenization of real world assets. My name's Charlie and. Cozy. Cozy. Let's get into it, Cozy, because we've had a few people, and even on the new crypto news, the tokenization of assets. It's a huge thing, isn't it? It is, yeah. it is. It has been spun around for many years, but it's starting to heat back up. And mm. um, some big business people are really looking into how they can achieve this with their business models. 100%. I think um, I have a feeling, actually, um, tokenization. It's almost like now the next wave. We had the a bit of a DeFi early days, and then we had the NFTs, and then DeFi came back. And I feel like now, well, tokenizing is another way of DeFi, but everyone's talking about tokenizing now. Yeah. You know, everything's tokenized now. Yeah. So yeah. let's little man get in. <laughs> yeah, that's it, right? And I think uh, given the current state, of the, where the, the what do you call the economy is going, yep. and not 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 a lot of people have liquid cash. Right, and but if you can still own a thousand piece of a property or, or ten thousand piece of a property or something like that, um, that gets everyone right into a owning an asset, some sort of an asset using tokenization. So I think that's a really cool idea. Yeah, I was watching a video recently about mm. a property investor on shopping centers. Which we know they make big money. The old shopping centres—they are very expensive to put a shop in, a, say, a Westfield or something like that. Yeah. And being able to tokenize something like that, where you're able to create residual income. I mean, that's the thing, is right? That's definitely where things are going. I mean, like if you talk about tokenization, if you look at the stable coins, that's a tokenized, right? Because one to one to one. Tokenized asset. Yeah, yeah it's a token yeah. asset, like you know, um, yeah. So it's like stable coins, like if you look at. Um, you know, um, there are USDT, USDC, um, and the um, AUDD, isn't it? As AUDD. Well? AUDD from Noity, and um, all these are pretty much um, tokenized because it's one of those tokens to one for one dollar. Yeah. So yeah. that's a. So we almost had that tokenization for a long time, but now we are what we are talking about is really tokenizing real world assets. You know, assets, property. Yeah. Um, other day we saw about wine, yeah. you know, yeah. no, not wine, sorry, whiskey, whiskey, whiskey and then wine as well, we yeah. came across. Um, Those bottles can get fairly expensive fairly quick, can't they? right? And I think that's where things are going, where once you do that, um, the beauty of this uh, tokenization is that the liquidity it, it brings in, right? Yep. I don't know what about posting a bottle of wine. I don't know trust like oh has it has it been tampered with, where the bottle of wine can sit somewhere safe while you know it's been traded on a online exchange, isn't it? Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So and uh, we also came across this ETF. Like, isn't that another way of what's that? Like the Bitcoin? ETF yeah. In the background. Well, well, yeah, yeah. It depends. Um, <clears throat> You've got a futures traded ETF, and mm. then you've got a spot Bitcoin ETF. So they're pretty much contracts towards the price of Bitcoin. You're buying a, a contract that says, "Oh, you buy it at this price, you can sell it at this price, and we'll match mm. match that for you." Yeah, but and yeah, BlackRock is. They may be the first one to do it. They've got the money and the power to put it over the line. So it'll 100%. be interesting. I think. What is it? The Thirty-second ETF to be filed, is it? Or thirty thirty-third? This one will be. All right. I believe off the top of my head. Yeah. Wow. So I think they're still. Uh, I heard that. Uh, not I heard. I read that um, they got uh, pushed back and they went and changed and then you know um, submit again. Yeah. The uh, the proposal. So these are coming. So that now it's like really I feel like uh, during this um, so-called bear market or um, or for the downturn, uh, quiet times, people have been building these really um, like use cases, right? And now they're like, you know, because we see like meme coin season come and go. We know at the moment where, where NFTs are at, 
It's all on discount. It's all on sale. It's all on sale. Get your NFTs while they're on sale. They won't be there for long. That's exactly it, right? I think, um, you know, and people think it's going to go to zero. Some will go to zero, but in it all depends on the community and and also the founder as well. You need a um, good founder, uh, a community can rally. Community by itself can't, like, keep a... um, NFT project or any project live, you need a good founder, you need a leader that they can rally around. Whether it's a founder of the project or it could be key personnel, stakeholders that who are who are leaders. Yeah. You know, I think that's what's gonna come out whether we like it. I don't know, sorry, I don't wanna say that, but where what these are my beliefs is that um, any project, you know, in the future, I have a feeling it will be all regulated. It'll be all like a business. So whether you are in a NFT project or a DAO or all those, you know, whether we like it or not, I think they will be required uh, by law to be run as a business. Yeah. And um, just because it's being a decentralization would not cut it. So I think that's where we're going to find some uh, new usable, pardon me, um, opportunities. Um, opportunities and also, you know, um, inventions. You're gonna come up during during those hard times, right? Because people try to uh, innovate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The funny thing is too with the uh, BlackRock ETF is, um, I think it was uh, maybe 2017, 18, mm. and the CEO of BlackRock was saying Bitcoin's just used for illicit money laundering and all this other stuff. And yeah. Then, Fast forward to 2023, and it's like Bitcoin is digital gold. He, he swallowed the orange pool. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's like, you know, I'm reading more and more, um, you know, articles around that space. Like now, they're like really a lot of people are talking about Bitcoin as the oh, this is the uh, the best um, currency out there. So uh, where before it was only the crypto uh, people who were talking about okay, look. You know, it is a currency that can be used and everything else. But now, um, retail investors who are like coming up from the outside, I think they've seen what BlackRock's doing and few others are doing as well. And I think now that conversation has moved from being a tech-only um, crowd to a more investor crowd who are who have an understanding of technology but not deep-rooted understanding how Bitcoin really works. But they've seen what happens. They have seen the DeFi space, how that that works. You know, they have seen um, like leaders jump into like Michael Saylor, I guess. You know, micro uh, micro strategy. Yeah, micro strategy. Which right? very well for his yeah. shareholders, 100%. and he offered to buy back those shares to anyone who didn't want to stay around for it. And I think that only brings confidence, you know, and um, especially uh, when people like that, you know, when you do things. There can be a lot of noise will be made made about them, but they some people are pro, some people are against. But end of the day, um, it's what he believes in, and he's like all in, right? Yeah, yeah. And it was funny actually how BlackRock ended up where they are, was from what I read, was um, they had you know they released their news articles, mm-hmm. their updates, financial updates. And um, they had a few other things going around where they were giving their advice and what they thought and what they're going to be looking at investing in. And um, Bitcoin's clicks per page were a lot higher than anything else that they were posting, which sort of, hey, the our market keeps can, clicking on this Bitcoin. Like, yeah. we've got to do something. Like, our customers are saying they want this. Yeah. By the way they're viewing it. So I mean, that's it, right? What do you do? Do you tell your customers, like, no, we're not yeah. going to do it and let someone else do it and lose all them? Or yeah. do you jump on and how can mm. we do this? How can we get this going? How can we make our customers happy and keep them? And, yeah. And they, I think we have enough data now, I think, um, since uh, over a decade of data about, you know, Bitcoin and cryptocurrency and blockchain, all that data now. People could, using predictive AI models, can feed their data in and come up with some um, some idea, like where this space is heading. 
yeah. you know um, and I think we have um, we have enough uh, you know like we have enough people like core people who that believes this is what it is and they're big believers I mean like let's um, talk about Elon right <laughs> again he's pushing that I mean like he's like really going against the regulation right putting that the Dodge logo Replacement, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? I mean, like, who does that? Yeah. You know? Did you see actually they um, just got it accepted? I believe, I believe they mm. got it accepted for three different money transmitter licenses in the US. So. Dodge. No, 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 no. Dodge doesn't need no money <laughs> transmitter license. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think that's where um, Elon is thinking of bringing back that X.com, that platform that you always thought of building with the what, whole PayPal time. So what, what was X? X so X.com was, um, that's how it started. Before it got uh, combined and made, you know, came up with the name PayPal. Mm -hmm. But um, Elon just still kept that X.com domain name going. Okay. Right? It just kept in the personal thing. And, you know, once um, eBay bought PayPal, they exited and they called the, the PayPal Mafia. Uh, where, you know, a uh, few of them um, exited and they're doing well and they're VCs and, you know, a bunch yeah. of people, that key people that done really well, but they've gone back into uh, the tech space. You know, yeah. Peter Thiel is one of them, yeah, right? And that's what it connected and that's what it created. So, so now what Elon is saying is like, even looking at today's landscape, there is still not, um, no one has done an application, what he thought of 20 years ago, almost 20 years ago, right? So, so he's using x.com, you know, to bring x.com to become the everything app, uh, same, like, similar to WeChat, you know, yeah, in, yeah. in China. So I think I have a, I have a feeling that he, given that his interest in Doge, I have a feeling there'll be something with around crypto, but who knows what it is. I have to buy some more Doge. <laughs> not financial advice, not yeah, financial no, advice. Nice. Um, yeah, and I think, um, so we just, we're a little bit away from like tokenization, right? Yeah. So with tokenization, what is the, from in your uh, point of view, Charlie, what is the biggest hurdle for tokenization? Regulation. Regulation, right. Getting that regulated and being by the books. And you see, you know, um, yeah, there's Web2 companies that are, that are, I wouldn't say tokenized, but they've divided stuff, like um, the website I shared with you a while ago, where you can, but you had to be in America. <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't invest, and you can buy a percentage of Pokemon cards, or like Mike Tyson's gloves, or Michael Jordan's um, basketball. Rookie yeah, rookie cards, cards. rookie yeah. cards, or um, like singlets, you name mm. it, you can buy anything on there, but only for American citizens, unfortunately, yeah. for me. I think it's called Rally. Rally. Yeah, it's called Rally.io Rally. Rally. yeah, yeah. or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I tried to register and then it asked for my, you know, address. all the addresses, like the US, you know, yeah. my, uh, what do you call it, social security number and all that. I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I can't join. Yeah, yeah. Because I believe Gary Vee got something in there as well. Oh, uh, he's okay. a part investor or there is some relationship in there. Of course, there. he'll be in there with his um, collectability. Yeah. And there's also, like in Australia, we've got bricks to mortar mm -hmm. as well. But you want that to be on an open market. You want to know you actually own that asset. So company goes bust. Everything gets frozen by liquidators, law enforcement, whatever. It's like, hey, here's my token. Like mm. I want to claim my share of that sale. Yeah. And I think that's a... That's very important, and I think that's why, even though it's on the blockchain, uh, if it's even a smart contract, you still need that um, uh, go through the uh, regulatory body so that you know it is a um, it's being registered as a security in the yeah, real there's, world. There's certain requirements that that company has to meet, so you know it's just not a um, Made up house that someone else owns, <laughs> but you think you own a piece of it, you know. Yeah. It brings trust too. Mm. But then it's if I want to sell you my part of my shopping center or yep. part of my house, um, I can. Yeah. At and midnight. I, yeah, and I think let's talk about that. I just want to talk about, like, you know, when, when I said the word, oh, it's liquid, right? 
um, I think it's best to break that down. What that what does it mean, Charlie? Well, it's liquid. You can exchange it. Like normally, you, you have liquidity. So there's a lot of liquidity there. There's a lot of buy and sells. It's not e-liquid. Where like, hey, I can make my own token, and I can give you a billion of them, but who's going to buy them off you? Because there's no liquidity. It's mm. not liquid. But um, you sort of uh, stuck stop with that. Yeah, yeah, stuck with it. But you look at the stock market for instance, mm. and it's a very liquid market. You can always buy it. There's always wanting someone to buy and sell. Yeah. The numbers are numbers are huge. I had not all stocks, but, but you know, the broker will find that person on the other side for you. Yeah, and then we had the, uh, the normal stocks. You've got the penny stocks and all those different types of stocks, right? And the tokenizing can be done like that as well, given the regulation. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd love to buy some Berkshire Hathaway A grades, but yeah. you know, I, well, I don't even know what they're worth. But they're, 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 they're quite, quite a bit there. Pricey, they're yes, quite uh, pricey. Like hundred grand or something like that. Yeah, where uh, per share. Why I not think. divide them up? Yeah, it's a great investment. Why I think, can't? Why I think can't? Someone did, uh, you know, brought that up. Actually, is it hundred thousand or ten thousand? I think it's one of those. Yeah, uh, but yeah. yeah, because they said like because now not a lot of people can afford the Berkshire Hathaway um, shares, they should look at like tokenizing it and then splitting that up so yeah. that a lot of people can, you know, own a piece of Berkshire Hathaway shares. So. Yeah, yeah. It's like, just because we're poor, do we, why do we need to buy the C grade? Like, we want yes. that A grade, you know? Like, why <laughs> Everyone rich, wants A grade. Why are the rich get richer being able to buy A grade? Why can't we? And obviously, there's dividends on top of that as mm. well, which would be, I would say, be a lot better than the C, and the investments yes. would be a lot tighter. Yeah. And, yeah. and um, you know, as, as we stand at the moment, there is, um, you know, no proper regulation in this space, right? So, for example, if someone wants to, um, tokenize uh, a property or or whatever that real world asset is, they have to go through all these um, regulation that is not geared towards crypto, but and it's not set in stone. Not set in you know, stone, there's right? Nothing, there's no defined regulations for for a business of high caliber to come mm. in and say, "All right, we're going to do this because we don't know yet." It's murky it's muddy it's gray we don't know what the next year is going to entail on yeah. regulations with gary ginsler being in charge that's it but i think um when, when we spoke with um a couple of our friends um who are um you know solicitors or lawyers in this in this space um in the asset um, asset space yeah. web three and they they're also part of the um, group of people who um, work with the government very closely, um, you know, um, what do you call, shaping the regulation, working towards coming up with a regulation that all of us knows, okay, what it is, right? Whether it is good or bad, at least we know. At the moment, we don't know any of that. Yeah, right? yeah. And, so, I, and I think Australia is doing well in this area of digital assets too, where America sort of just went down but you know people will set up business in in countries that are friendly to these tokenizations yeah and I mean, australia's doing pretty really well, well isn't it? it yeah yeah and i've seen like hong kong are jumping on the opportunity yeah jumping at this opportunity yeah. because they're like okay you can come in and we'll just give you all these um government grants and you know and, and I, I believe the government also said like you have to give um the the finance to these companies who are crypto-based, um, that's the Hong Kong government, because they're encouraging like more crypto people to set up shop yeah. in Hong Kong yeah, well, and Dubai their, and they want their GDP, uh, right? Yeah. Exactly. And I think we are seeing a lot of that. And so, what when we spoke with um, who our friends in this space, in the law space, what what they're saying is that look, there are ways you can get around that, not get around it, actually. Ways based to on the midwife, but as far as you showcase that or show that you went through these um, regulatory bodies and you, you've gone through the current law as it stands and you've done everything in your power to do the right right thing by law, you can always have a standing. 
Yeah, it's like treating it like a normal business, yes. not thinking, hey, it's decentralized, I don't got to worry about the, the, these rules. It's just think of it as the, the business model itself and what you'd have to do in the real world and carry that into a decentralized open yeah. know, open market. And that's with the DAOs as well, isn't it? Yes, yes, yes. I think a uh, few people use a DAO as a, oh, okay, it's a decentralized, so I have no exposure, or we don't have exposure, and you know, that's okay, but... Well, it's been the, the how do I say, like the initiative or the the story of oh hey if we spin up a DAO it's not a it's not a security you know it's a utility yeah and a few companies done it and they're like hey that works so everyone's piled in and done the same thing like you know and maybe it won't be in the future so you gotta you gotta yeah. treat that as is mm-hmm. it a business is it a board. Yeah, I think a, a, a DAO in the U.S. Actually, I had to find the find the name of them. Um, they got uh, fined like six hundred fifty thousand mm-hmm. dollars, and they did not go after the uh, holders of those tokens. And um, and I think seeing that, I would say my my preference would be if I'm a DAO, is that look at like how can I make sure that I do not, you know, fall into those, you know. Um, into those type of situations and yeah which comes into our podcast we done a while ago we'll put this one in the comments mm. was with Liam when I asked him right. about the nouns down what yes he, so how would how do you think this situates and he actually said well no that actually situates pretty well because not one person has control it is divided among everybody mm. That's but then we didn't follow. I didn't follow up with the question is well, what happens when it changes to one person does have a, a majority control? Like that's right. Because it can the change. Power, yeah. Based on the voting power, right? Yeah, I can come in and buy a whole bunch of them and then control that power. So then now it's shifted from everyone sort of being even to now you've got one person that can make decisions, and mm-hmm. that is a risk of the DAO and the tokenized releasing. Yeah, and um, if you talk about. Um, when you say yes, go ahead. One thing I want to come back to is mm-hmm. we spoke about the NFTs. The NFTs being down, it's a great, great time to buy. Everything's yeah. on sale. I see now. I've been seeing tweets about Justin Bieber. Have you seen those ones? The board, no. uh, the board apes. Oh, he's he down at one point something. He bought it for like one point two, one point three yeah. mil, and now it's worth sixty thousand. The, yeah. the, the floor price is down to thirty eight. Do you think that board ape? Holds more value than other board apes with it being if me or you were to purchase, uh, you know, look, knowing that Justin Bieber had, 100%. had well, owned that. Like, 100%, that's a big word. Um, but does it bring that me, more on chain? There's on chain accountability. I, I think it does. Like, for example, if you have a, a, you know, for example, this is what it is, right? Even with the, I was listening to one of the podcast uh, uh, Twitter Spaces um, with Mintage. The vintage past guys, um, and at that you know uh, one of the podcast, uh, what they were discussing is like, okay, look, you know if if we get access to a vintage clothing, a rock star, being rocking, right, and then we get a the same one from a from the souvenir shop at the um, at the event, which one is the same same T shirt, but which one has more value? Yeah, obviously yeah. the one that's worn by the rock star, right? It's like the Mona Lisa to the Mona Lisa printout you buy when you live in the yeah, museum. Yeah, it's it's even even more than that. I would say like in this case, it's the same cloth material, same uh, factory, everything, but just because someone wore it, now the value has gone up. Mm. Collectability gone up. I don't know the value, but collectability has gone up. So same thing now. If this board ape and that wallet address is public and is if it's been verified, it's it's owned by um, Justin Bieber. Obviously, someone who would get that, they can always rock it, like saying, "Okay, you know, that was Justin Bieber's. Now I own it." Yeah, and that's yeah. the beauty of it because it's a, the provenance, on-chain provenance. You know, I think uh, we're gonna see a lot of that. And same thing with like some people buy properties, like oh. Ozzy Osbourne used to live in this property. George Michael pre-owned his yeah. you know. Yeah. And that's what it's going to come to. And guess what? Everyone knows when that sale happened, and you're like, oh, this person bought it. And before, as soon as the transaction is complete, the whole world knows 
now that you own, own something from a very well known person yeah yeah and i think um that will add a different type of value um for these nfts and people will also sort of um find ways to bring value to what that is and um all those will be i think get more and more used i think in the coming months or years or however long it takes yeah yeah and um I was going to, um, something came to my mind about um, when you're talking about uh, NFTs and it just like gone. But, there's damn NFTs. Yeah, damn You know, again, like there's a, a bit of a, um, the tax, when it comes to tax as well, you know, how that we know, works. We know that in Australia at the moment, don't we? <laughs> Whew, those meme coins really hurt me. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, and also that, that's the thing so you always work out and when it comes to um, how these you know when you uh, just like it's like an asset right As if you start um, you know recording these and revealing these and the current market how that depreciation works you know how that works you can use those um, in your favor um, as far as you you know report those and I think um, I saw a report that what they're saying is like if you don't reveal that you own crypto assets in a in international like internationally in some countries you could go to jail mm -hmm. up from three to f uh, ten years yeah, right yeah. so and i think that the time has and given that i mean we're in the crypto forensic side of this well, right doing it and we know how this space works and we know the transactions are pretty much there set on set in stone and you can't really shy away from it. So, and how do you, how do you work if that's the case? Is how do you navigate in this space, like with the forensics and everything else? And um, you can't. And it's just the technology is just going to get better. Like um, we said today at um, this morning's event. Like if you want to hide money, crypto is the worst thing to do. There, there is, you know, the Odd ones like say Monero or you know, Zcash, yeah, Zcash, and Zcash, but even Dash. Zcash, which um, Coinbase allowed, have, mm -hmm. they've actually got a, a master key where you can track like ten locations in front. Yeah, so ten transactions in front. Yeah, after that they lose it, but they've got a pretty good idea, you know, mm -hmm. of those ten and what happened. And there's a starting point where Monero, you don't see that listed on any major exchanges, mm -hmm. so it's illiquid. It's a lot yeah. harder to to sell, and then even if you are selling it, you need that money from somewhere, or it's a you're you're going into an illiquid market. So people, you know, with the money, but people with a lot of money, but they're trying to do this. Well, yeah. they're coming into like Bitcoin, which is fully traceable, mm. very liquid, but very traceable, and yes. we will find the money. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's what it is, right? And um, you know, we were talking um, with uh, Mike from. Chainless is. Yes. And, um, and, you know, and talking, just talking with him, you know, the, the current uh, market trends and what's happening in the industry, I think it's an eye opener, yep. isn't it? Really, um, what's, what's happening in that space. And again, um, we talk about how that, um, you know, when you're doing your uh, crypto, for example, what, you know, it's super important to get that into the, out there for us first. <clears throat> Before the governments find it, before the oh, ATO yeah, finds it, yeah, 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 and there are quite a few uh, crypto um, services, right? Accounting services, like in Australia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have got Coinly, mm -hmm. uh, Silo, Silo, yeah, Silo, yeah, yeah, and yeah, they do it. They make it easy for yeah. you. So your accountant's not charging you big money. <laughs> and also, it, they don't have. They don't even. Some of them even know how to calculate that. No, no, no. My accountant, you know, yeah. when I first done mine, he's like, oh, yeah, what's all this? And I'm like, no, no, that's been pulled from the API. This is all my trading history. Yes. You'll find the totals down the bottom. Yep. Do not go through every single one. It's all <laughs> legit. And if it's not, you can talk to the exchange. <laughs> it took me a while to get around him, yes. you know, back and forth emails. And then once he figured out what it was, he's like, ah, oh, okay, cool. And then mm. just went and done it. But yeah, you know, you put crypto in and people just get yeah. a bit confused. But it was just an order book. Like here's That's here's it, my right? trading order book. Yep. And here's my totals down the bottom. It's been calculated by software. Here's the website I used. So you yep. can go look at it too for their licenses and their background mm. and 
after that, it was fine. Yeah, I think you know, and um, from there, I just want to um, bring this uh, to to everyone's attention that this morning we were at an event, and uh, one of the people that I met there, and um, she was like, "Oh, I don't really um, don't want to hold any of these uh, virtual things. Don't hold virtual money. I won't have real money." And I said, "You know, and then real world assets. I want to own a proper house, not a virtual house." You should have shown her the Louis Vuitton, um, <laughs> the box, right? The I box. mean, and you know, when I, you know, and when you, when I said like, okay, when you say, when you talk about real money, I was like, okay, look, whether we like it or not, we are moving towards CBDC economy. Yep. You know, it might happen in five years, ten years, fifteen years, or however long that four is. months, four, we, we don't <laughs> any time, right? We don't know, right? Yeah. Only things we know is at the moment the government, um, the what you call the the. Um, DFC, running um, uh, what you call use cases, pilot projects yeah. uh, with the Reserve Bank. Worldwide. And, the, yeah, and, uh, and the US World Fed Economic now. Economic Forum. Yes. World Economic Forum, exactly. They spoke about CBDCs. Yeah, yeah, it's a hot topic. Hot topic. And this is what it is. And it's coming. And I would, I would like everyone to read up on it, you know, yeah. about CBDCs. Educate yourself. Educate yourself. You can't just shoot things down. Yeah, you can't. You There's know, enough you... information in this day and age that mm -hmm. all you have to do is jump on Google or ChatGPT as long as it's up to 21st of September <laughs> 21. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. And then there's Bard or Bing. I haven't yes. tried Bing, but Bard, yeah, yeah. It's, it's good for up to date, but um, it, it's not the best answer. Yeah. <laughs> yet. Yet. <laughs> and, um, and I think it's, it's important because given... Um, how you know she's a you know a young lady getting into the workforce, and that means she got so <laughs> many um, years ahead of her in this space, um, and she's going to encounter everything's being digital, digital IDs and the mortgages, birth certificates, marriage certificates, you know all that being on the on a some sort of a blockchain. Yeah. We don't know what blockchain would that be, but, you know. Yeah, yeah. And you see it as like, um, you know, one of the, the great ones are is you can shut it down. You can say you don't like it. You can not bother learning about it, but it's outperformed every dollar in the world so mm -hmm. far. Bitcoin, for instance. Yeah. And Ethereum has done pretty well, too, mm. those two major ones. But um, it comes to the question is like, here in Australia at the moment, are the houses getting more expensive, or is the dollar getting depreciated? Depreciated, like <laughs> I think that's the thing. I think um, there are some really good conversations to have. Yeah, and uh, you're just gonna have an open mind and 100%. be willing to learn and take someone else's opinion. Yeah, have your opinion, listen to someone else's opinion, and then and research about both sides. Yeah, you know. About the you know the, what are the money CBDCs crypto I think once you do that groundwork research and then I would say you it's, it's fair to have an opinion you know yeah. or have an educated opinion yeah. you know and you know so for some people I would say again like I empathize with some people because you can get overwhelmed by the advancement of the technology right mm. crypto 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 and then they talk like DeFi they talk about blockchain I mean like you know, the, how many NFT projects are there? How many tokenizations are there? We get sometimes like, you know, when you ask a question, like, Posey, oh, did you know about this NFT project? I'm like, oh, hell no. You know? And even though I, I like NFTs, I spend a bit of time there, I still miss out things. Gary gone. Yeah, Gary gone, right? And, <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh, that's just a really funny uh, NFT, you know? And I'm like, oh, okay. Um, so I think, um, so if we are like this, who's in the space, and who's not someone not in the space and hearing about oh, what is blockchain and then hearing this, you have to pretty much empathize with them that, oh, they would yeah. not have all the information. So you have to have a lot of patience to explain this thing without having to just... Yeah, I've got a lot of friends like that. <laughs> <laughs> not in the blockchain space. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I guess it, it's becoming a superpower, really, if you can listen to both sides mm. of the story and come up with your own own um, decisions from there yeah. like a lot of people just don't want to hear the other side of the story mm -hmm. whether you're on the left left politically like I don't want to hear from the right they're all blah 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 yeah whether you're on the right I don't want to hear from the left they're all blah 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 but 
if you can be in the middle and listen to both sides and go, oh, that makes sense on that side, mm. but this doesn't. But then I like this makes sense on this side, but then some of that doesn't. Yeah. And come up with your own opinion. 100%. It's a, it's a modern day superpower. It's a Listening to others. Yeah, listening to others. Both and sides. taking their uh, points as well. So I like, just want to... Sorry. Go like ahead. me, I like to listen to crypto people, but I also like to go watch CoffeeZilla and see him <laughs> talking about all the scams out there. And, yeah, you know? Yeah. And I just want to bring back our concept back to tokenization, right? Yep. So if you break it down like as to be simple, right? for someone who's like really getting into the tokenization like what is tokenization start with i mean it's a word that you're throwing assuming people know what this is yes. right yes. so if you say like how would it work in a layman's term right breaking breaking assets up between mm -hmm. people so it's like it's like I can, if you've got enough money, you can go buy a house for yourself and pay that house off by yourself, or you can buy a house with a bunch of family members. Hmm. That's pretty much tokenizing it. Yeah, you're going to put yourself all on the on the lease and whatnot, and it's a lot more straightforward. But you know what I mean? It's, hmm. it's that that would be the easy way I explain it. You can buy the house by yourself, yeah, or you can have fifty family members come in and you all chip in and buy it, and that deposit's very cheap at that point. Yeah, and repayments are cheap. So if you have ten of them and and suddenly five tenants aren't paying rent, well, between fifty of you, you can manage. If there's only one of you and yeah. five of your your units or houses aren't getting paid rent on, you're probably going to get into a bit of a crunch if you haven't yes. got enough to float you through for those hard times yeah i mean that makes sense i mean like if it, even if i break it down a little bit further if i say like okay if you have a um a bottle of wine and you you know um a a custodian a um you know well-known custodian for example could be a bank it could be a someone who looks after the valuables uh they could store this uh, bottle of wine in an insured um, location, um, in a in a warehouse or a safe, um, somewhere like that. And then what they could do is they could say like, okay, this is this bottle is um, hundred dollars, we're at hundred dollars, and we're going to be available like hundred NFTs, for example. Yeah. Right. And that hundred NFTs will be the same copy of the bottle, for example. And people can say, okay, look, okay, I'll buy one dollar per per NFT and if some people buy, buy one NFT or 10 NFTs and, and also when at that release they can also say like how many NFTs could one person own as well yeah. and so if I buy three pieces of those NFTs and Charlie buy one of those NFTs and then once you come to the market again there will be some uh, rules that you can put in okay who can buy these NFTs it could be like a, what you call a soul bound token that you have to be part of a special community who can buy these tokens off you or anyone could buy it now the 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 part is when anyone can buy it you have to be careful that someone from a uh, country that is being uh, regards a terrorist country or those countries someone buying it, sa sanctioned countries when someone buys like that then as a fund uh, that company is in you know big big trouble and that's where you can use like um, transaction tracking, there are uh, companies out there who have this a technology like one of the chainlessies or TRM or there are quite a few companies out there who yeah. tracks this transaction where they're coming from and then you can plug those transactions into your platform and you can uh, stop um, transactions or someone from a sanctioned country buying those NFTs. Yeah, monitoring system. Monitoring system. system. Safety monitoring Same system. One. And then, yeah. And also with that is, say that bottle of wine is now worth $10,000 from the 100 that it got purchased at. Yep. Well, now those 100 holders, you can have mechanisms where if 51% of people vote to sell this bottle, we will go put it on the market at the, at the valued yep. price. So now those holders can go, all right, we're gonna, we want to use our vote of our NFT mm. or token, whatever it may be, and we vote to sell. Yeah, and and also they could even sell it themselves if they want because they could sell it based on the current market rate. Their share is now valued of so it was one one dollar, but now it's valued ten dollars. 
Yeah, yeah, because the actual token of that value Talking of the asset, the and asset. That you would sell it for what that asset yeah. is worth. You wouldn't sell it for your one dollar. For your one dollar anymore, and because that and that asset can get value valued annually by a, a valuer, a certified valuer, mm. and um, that information goes on back on the blockchain, so everyone can see it, mm. and um, that creates a market that you know someone from Australia want to sell their one dollar now is ten dollars to someone in the US. Yeah. And they can buy it as far as they are not sanctioned by any, you know, <laughs> any country or any of those or being just because they, you know, dealt with tornado cash. <laughs> Who knows, right? Yeah. So I think this is what um, tokenization is. And I think um, given it's that cross-borderness and this can happen can happen in the sort of if I want to sell my NFT, if I come to market, someone buys it, guess what? There's no paperwork. And that's what the regulation is, like how do we track all this and as a fund, well, how do you need to be, you know? Yeah. And even as we are talking the other day of tokenization, because um, say you've got a business or you don't want to register on the stock market, hmm. you don't want to go through having shares and yearly regulation, like having all your audits and all the tax hurdles. You could tokenize your business and sell equity of your business without having to do all the paperwork yeah. into it. There's still certain things you've got to meet, yeah. but it's a lot easier than going to the ASX or the SMP. Yeah, like the whole IPO, you know? Yeah, yeah, and, um, selling um, equity in yeah. your business. And what we are saying is it's not as straightforward as that, but there yeah. will be some legal aspect you still yeah. have to go through. But what we are saying is that could become another way of raising funds for your business uh, before you're looking at IPOs. Yep. Because when you go to IPO, that means you have to, you know, um, like company or it happens, public records, everything else. But as a private company, um, you might not want to. So you still want to have that privacy and uh, for competition purposes, for, um, you know, um, for your, uh, what we call, uh, business, uh, other business knowing exactly what happens in your business, you might really want to keep it private, but this way you can at least you can bring in some key stakeholders who believe in your startup. Yeah. And then uh, they could earn dividends because, again, that can all go into a smart contract that a business could put into a, like a weekly or monthly revenue can go into a, a single wallet, when you say a wallet, we have, you know, few people need authorizing that transactions, but it could even become automated distribution of funds. And people can see like, oh, have they put in the funds this month? Yeah. You know, and it will be all verified. You don't have, no one has to do an audit report end of the month or end of the year audit reports because everyone can see, oh, the funds are available. And when the time comes, it disperses automatically using smart contracts as well. Yeah, they scan and <laughs> there's your order. Even it's on Ethereum, right? It could be on some other could be blockchain. Else, yeah. That's yeah. right. So these are the possibilities that tokenization really bring into the forefront of the uh, retail investors. And I think we are still, still very new and the investors are still learning. Even talking to a couple of people this morning. Right, they're like, oh wow, is that what the blockchain can do? You know, and these people got like, you know, um, you know, nine-figure uh, properties and all that going on. So, so it's really interesting. Even though we think like all the benefits, not everyone sees it. No, no the education, no, right? No, because nine news only or seven news is only. Oh, Bitcoin's at this price. Oh, Bitcoin's crashed to this price. Like, yeah, you got to learn about the technology to realize the the power of it. Yeah, hundred percent. And unfortunately, in blockchain and crypto, there is a lot of hype news, hmm. but no real technical advancement news or, you know. That's a good point. Have you ever heard about DeFi on 60 Minutes, 9 News, 7 no, News, right. and the power of DeFi and opportunities or tokenization of assets mm. on any of the major? Nothing. No, no. but you're, they've done Bitcoin videos. And the or, scams. They don't want the scams on the fraud, so, yeah, it's, you know, Google's your best friend these days. Yeah, and also the, uh, the source that you get that news is super, super important. It's vital. You get it. And always, always find a, um, a, a professional body that you can align, uh, where your values align with them. 
and there's plenty yeah. of great meetups around 100%. Australia and around the world too yeah. to, to meet those people, mm. like I our meetup. Yeah, our meetup. Yeah, and I think I think it's very important for people to go to these uh, meetup events. There are quite a few events in Australia, you know, in Gold Coast as well, yeah. and look out for those uh, meetups and go and you know speak with people, network with people, and you're going to find okay which uh, group that you're going to resonate with. Now, not every group will. Um, you know, resonate with you, and it's not because they're bad people, it's just that they're not your type. Mm-hmm. And you know, um, and find those who they are and build those relationships. And you know, I think the only way to get there fast is like really talking to more people and then going back and doing some research and then going back and having chat. Yeah, yeah, and these times are the best for it. These yes. the bear market times are the best for it. Why is that, Charlie? Well, during a bull market, you've got that many people coming to these events, going to these meetups or events or whatnot. You've got so much noise and hype in the market of all sorts of things going on. At least at these times, you you meet the right people. I would say you still meet the right people in the good times, mm. but people better here really believe and admire admire the technology mm. and the um, decentralization or whatever it may be. And um, yeah, they've been around for a while. A lot of them. Some of them have been around for many years. Some of them have been around the last couple of years and they've learned a few things and just ask them. They're more than happy mm. to help. And it's a lot more quieter, so you can learn about good projects during this time. That's right. And I think um, with that, there's a far less number of people out there really um, putting that content. You only had to research less people. When you've got like, at the moment, say, compared to 10, if there's only 10 projects going on in the you know, um, bear market, when the bull market, there will be 10,000. Yeah, yeah. And like how can major, you keep it up? The major it? events within Australia will, you know, in a bull market will be, say, 10x more people. Yeah, easy. Easy. Easy, easy. right? So I think that's why we, you know, and if, you want, if you're keen, um, do your research and uh, follow and speak to people who you resonate with. Yep. Yeah. All right, Charlie, I think we're coming to the, um, that time that, Coming to the end of the Coming podcast. to the end of the day, end of the week, end of the yeah, podcast. That's it. <laughs> so, Charlie, you want to give the closing remarks? Yes, yeah, so thank you for joining us, everyone. Remember, our meetup is first Tuesday of every month at the Island Dukes Parlour at 5.30, 6pm kickoff. You can turn up later. There's no dead set time, so don't worry if you're not going to get there till 6.30, 7 o'clock. Just come along, say hello, and um, first Tuesday of every month. Hope to see you all there, and yeah, everyone have a good weekend. Yeah, and uh, Nathan Nathan wants to show off the. Yeah, okay, I better. Well, we we were gonna get we thought we're gonna get into AI. Yes. So I'll leave this one, Nathan. I'll leave this one for later, even though it is a cool little AI QR codes. It's gonna be the future of marketing, so you should learn about it now because. I don't think we're going to see playing QR codes in five years. There, I don't think in the next few months they'll be all phased out, and people are going to be a lot yeah. more. Yeah, and get creative. it out because it does. You got to find the right software, uh, plug into the right software AI, um, ask the right questions AI, and it takes prompts and videos. But um, have a play around. It's there. There's free trials everywhere. There's um, yeah, free learning models that you can jump on. Plenty of videos popping out on YouTube, and yeah, it's just another another evolution of the QR codes, yeah. as well as many other AI technologies like Midjourney. Have you seen yeah. the Midjourney zoom out model now? No, I haven't seen that. You see the one that fills the uh, the surroundings. That's what uh, Photoshop. No, oh, that's that's like... no, this is zooms out, so you have a, oh, have a picture, and then you can just keep like, zooming out. Yeah, right. Yeah. And there's a lot coming. Yeah. There is a lot coming. You know, like, in the um, movies. The yeah. AI we've been building at the moment. Yeah, that's like, a whole different yeah, thing. I mean, right. like, I would like to say, like, you know, the movies, and they say, like, oh, um, zoom into the number plane, make it go to the next level. I think now, you know, from what I've seen, you can keep on zooming, like, you know, you can get a low-quality image, and you can, you know, make it more clearer, and the AI will fill the gaps. Yeah. So now you can zoom in those, like, in the old, like, you know, the movies, that's like, okay, let's zoom into the number plane. And now it's, now it's, we are here. Yeah, you know, yep. and um, and I think that's what's happening really out there. So look out for those um, emerging tech is super important, and um, yeah, on that one we'll and, um, and it's great to 
no for your business mm. or investment. If you're looking at investing, you want to be at the cutting front of technology where you can yep. get into Tesla That's at right. the start or... You know, none of us got into get to open AI, Microsoft, yes. and everyone else took that Body. from us. But hey, there'll be something in the future. Yeah. So keep watching us to find out more and um, keep keep learning, guys. All right. Awesome. On that note, guys, see you later. All the social media platforms, TikTok, Tapper, um, <laughs> uh, you know, Twitter. Are we on threads, Nathan? Yeah. All we right. Be on, now we're on threads. We'll like, be posting on threads, yes. On yes, threads yes, as well. Threads. So it's a, it's a, a not Twitter app. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I think, uh, yeah, so we're going to reach as many people out there. So we're going to be pretty much on every uh, social media platform. Uh, follow us, subscribe to us, and uh, we do uh, publish content. So, yeah, on that note, guys, see you next week. Hey? See you next week, guys. Catch you later. See ya. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Same time, same place. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe.